Welcome, welcome to the podcast. My name is Kalin Zwana, and I just want to say thank you to everybody who listened to the first, 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 first episode about mental health. It was hard, but it was relief. Thanks to everyone who listened, gave me reviews, positive, negative, awkward reviews, all of them. They help. They help me grow and they help me tell my story. And it also helps the person listening when we share and we like and we subscribe and we do everything. If you're here for the first time, welcome. And if you're here again for the second time, I welcome you again because this is the Self Love Podcast and I am your host, Kelly Zwana. And today we are talking about bullying. There's bullying that happens when you're a child. There's bullying that happens when you're an adult. And there's bullying that happens when you are in your old age. All bullying is bad. Most of the times, either you, you are the person inflicting it or you're the person being bullied. Both cases, there's something wrong. There's something going on in your life at that time. There's something going on in the sense that uh, for the fact that you you are the bully is because you were bullied. This was my case with the kids that bullied me for uh, a moment. They were getting bullied for whatever reason. They I remember this one time these kids after giving me a spear from hell. He, he's, you are standing over me. He said, you know, the reason why I do this is because at home, my father is God. And when I get here, I need to be your God. Mind you, we're at a Catholic school. And some seven-year-old, eight-year-old kid is telling me that he wants to be my God. And in that moment, I knew in several ways that, nah, no, I'm fucked. <laughs> I'm fucked because this person... He is my self-proclaimed God. Ah, they'd call you weird names. It would also get a weirdly racist. It would also get um, oppressive. It would be just that. Just sick, 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 sick. Got to a point where even in grade two, I failed it because I was being bullied heavenly. And it felt like no one could do anything. It's like no one could really help my case because you tell it to teachers and these kids, because they had numbers, they would prove and make you look like you're just being a crybaby. And you, in fact, are the one who's being the bully. I've had so many times when I was growing up, teachers would say, I am the class clown. I, I am the one causing a distraction. But I was the one used as bait to distract, you know? I was the punching bag for these kids. So it now I became the oppressor while my oppressors played the victim card. And when they were playing the victim card, it meant that they were getting more protection from me. And when I would try to defend myself, I looked like the crazy one. Homework would be sabotaged. School papers would be missing just because it's fun, right? We're boys. That happened. Bullying is sick. And on that note, I realized it growing up that imagine I couldn't prove that five kids were being bullies to me how much more females gpv cases girls getting beat up getting bullied getting bullied at work getting getting bullied at home and whenever they turn to any figure of authority they look like they're going mad think about that it's hard i couldn't prove that i was being bullied i was the skinniest guy but guys who are probably two times my size bigger taller 
fatter, chubbier than me, who were claiming that I was the one bullying them and I would be the one who would sit in detention after getting my ass whipped. Which was... Okay, detention was safe because they couldn't touch me in detention, so I welcomed that idea. But it was also sad because I was doing time for crimes I did not commit. I was basically framed. It got to a point where I would even hide underneath the school at break because I knew that if I had to go outside, these kids which had demons inside them would come and attack me. But one thing that happened early or later on in my life, I had to accept and I had to forgive those kids for what they did. I bumped into a few of them at soccer. We used to play soccer together and at first they were awkward about it because they knew what had happened in the past and they confronted me. Some of them had the guts to say, Yazi in school, I wasn't nice to you, I'm sorry. I'm like, no, it's fine. I, I understand. You weren't acting, you were acting out because of whatever situation you were in, but for me it was painful and I had to be the victim to it. And it won't help me dwelling on the past. I need to let go. And you have a chance now as we are here at the soccer team playing soccer together to probably give me a different version of yourself. Give me a version that I could look at and say, this is a brother or this is a friend or whatever. But you don't have to give it to me i'm just saying that we can leave this room happy with each other or i could leave it hating you more and i found myself understanding these kids and i when they would tell me the, how they grew up and the stuff that they went through and i was connecting my life and whatever that was happening a lot of those things made sense because they were getting bullied at home and you can't expect a kid who's seven years old going through so much emotions to act right but also I blame the schools. Schools, they knew what was going on, but they did not want to do the admin of fixing the problem because of many different reasons. Of um, You want to do what's right for the group. You, know, you can't arrest 10 based on one person's allegation and that one person's allegation is in your class and they're irritating you with their weird stuttering problem it takes them two hours for them to get a message across so you'd rather believe the ones who can articulate it better i understood that and i accepted that but one thing i did not understand or i wasn't expecting was that as i grew up i started having these traits where i would feel very insecure to be in rooms where people don't like me because it felt like i would be jumped i would be attacked because in primary and i was in primary for like four years before i left school school because in primary i was bullied because kids did not like me so now i come into a room where no one knows me or no one likes me it means that i am not safe it means that no one has my back and if no one has my back it means i will get bullied and when i think about that that meant that um i hadn't dealt with my bullying because people still i was still thinking about the seven-year-olds and the 12-year-olds in my early teens in my mid-teens in my early 20s and in most cases it turned out to be i found myself doing things like people pleasing because that was where my safety was i found security when people liked me and it's impossible for everyone to like you it's impossible for everyone to adore you so you try and you fit in you become water you fit into the room 
and that's what I did and that is what I think I'm still currently doing but the only difference now is I am aware of it and I am noticing that I don't have to be happy for everyone to like me or I don't have to get everyone to like me right now people will grow onto me and if people don't grow on me it's fine it's life we move on and I think about this when I look at work environment when I look at kids who go to so-called private schools um, these elite schools you find a black child coming through with an accent of a very white accent a very posh speaking through their nose they're twirling they're twanging but busy and I, I sympathize with that kid because you you only imagine how much work had to be done how much bullying passively and direct had to be done for this child to lose their true identity and pick a life of being a coconut the sad reality of living that life of having a twang of having whatever is as much as you can try fit into that circle at some point in that day they will tell you how much you're not one of us and this is something that a lot of these kids learn in their old age and it probably leads them to feeling sad or hating the world because they feel like they gave a lot to it and it doesn't give them back and the weird thing about society society will give you awards for for being uniform society will praise you for being just like me society will praise you for whatever mold it is and it's not a societal thing it's an everybody thing because i will probably like the people who align with my morals i will probably sit with someone who i aspire to be or someone who makes me feel good no one ever sits with people who genuinely don't make them feel nice so it's like us ourselves we are the society and there's nothing wrong with you aligning with those people but in whatever you do you need to also not bully yourself and try be perfect because most of the time we find it that we are the ones who are our biggest bullies we bully ourselves in not doing the podcast we bully ourselves in not creating opportunities for ourselves because we genuinely feel like i am not good enough so i should not get that like for example before i even started this podcast i felt very insecure about my voice i felt very insecure about the way i sound i felt very insecure about enunciations and pronunciation of words that if i don't do this thing um like how a british bbc broadcaster would people will probably throw stones and burn me alive and i'll probably be on ellen for the worst podcast idea ever so i wanted to do a podcast for maybe a year and i'm only doing it now simply because i was my biggest bully no one had to come into my space and tell me how much of the podcast would suck and it was active day by day work of saying no it's not going to suck and even if it sucks who cares no one can hate you for trying in the words of Ace Rocky and if someone hates you for trying they are the ones who need to see a psychologist and this that this became a motto i started to live by this became something i put out there to say let me just try it let me just put one episode out and i can tell you now the bully inside me has left and i'm ready to do 10 episodes i'm ready to do a billion episodes because i finally understood that it's not about the perfection it's about just doing it and we'll build on perfection 
I don't know how to mix or master this audio or whatever. And probably if I could get Dr. Dre and no ID, they'll probably be, they'll probably be throwing up listening to this because of how poorly mixed and mastered it is. But I'm not doing it for the Dre's. I'm doing this for me. And I need to be brutally honest with myself and brutally honest with the listener. And this goes for anything. Society is going to bully you. The world is going to tell us how much of losers we are. And the real test is society can say you are bad at this, but don't take it home. Don't take that stuff and feed yourself because, yeah, the world can bully you. But the biggest bully is yourself. The reasons why I have anxiety is not because of anything anyone has said to me. It's about all the things I say to myself and all the things that my subconscious tells me about myself. So I find myself stressed out during the day for no reason. Because my subconscious is the one that's negative, is the one that's pumping out information. And that is my bully. And I need to feed my bully better material to bully me with because I probably think I would be on the world's men's health cover every week if my my subconscious would tell me that hey you look nice you have a nice body you look pretty you do this um probably one of the big reasons why a lot of guys catfish is because we genuinely don't feel pretty we feel like we're ugly so now you find yourself being bullied by your brain and for example during covid and last year i was very insecure about my weight i thought i was fat i would go onto youtube watch these weird videos by girls talking about their weight became a subscriber to to podcasts like goop and because i was insecure about my weight and my subconscious would show me pictures of myself being super obese and it only took me trying to put on jeans to realize that and like Doug we are still at 32 relax there's worse out there and from that I stopped thinking about my weight like that because I stopped bullying myself I stopped um, throwing these wild accusations about myself and to just make matters worse in today's time kids and people are growing up and living in a world where your bully is everywhere around you but never in your face your bully is on social media your bully is telling you how ugly you are on the phone and if you're a female there's a guy every two hours or so if you're outside will tell you how ugly you are because you did not want to give him your number and but the worst one is our phones our phones bully us we along with our phones have a partnership agreement that we will go on instagram see these people living these lavish lifestyles blue waters white walls white shoes sandals and the white toes and you will look at yourself and say i don't have those white toes so it means i'm a loser and together with social media we will work together because you will be the one who will keep on finding the material to bully yourself with and your brain will tell you that yeah say this about yourself you see this person has got a six pack on his neck you don't even have you you can't even see your neck you know so it's those things and social media keeps on pumping out this material and they see you like these kind of pages and you see ronaldo you see um david beckham you see dwayne johnson like it's just 
abuse not that these people are toxic but it's just that the way you digest their material becomes toxic so we are those bullies to ourselves and for me personally i was bullied physically but the nice thing about being bullied in that era was my bullies were from eight until two and they would leave and i could leave at some point but nowadays these bullies are everywhere they are on your phone they are here they are whatever you can't really leave your phone your phone is your life you can try other things like turning off notifications but you know if you open that green app or that blue app they will be there waiting for you imagine how much bullying beyonce goes through because i was noticing um during the week when the episode came out um how people would say nice things and those things would genuinely nourish my soul and i think one person said to me that and still today that comment still sits with me it still sits with me because this person was being negative and i've had 10 other good comments but just because that one person said that knocked me and that is basically bullying so we should run away from personal bullying we should not be the ones oppressing ourselves society leave society to do it for you let them bully you but don't help them i'm trying to say and don't let them tell you that you're not the stove when you are the stove be the stove you want to be and don't let them bullies come into your brain and lastly i just want to say is we should deal with our traumas and allow ourselves to heal from bullying because bullying really it, it really happens it really happens and in some cases it becomes severe people die from it gpv is purely the brother of bullying or the father of bullying and if you survive bullying heal get help talk about it fix it because if you don't do those things you will become that bully that you hated and i think that's where i will leave today's episode on that note is let's let love shine and this is the self-love podcast i am your host kelly nzwana thank you for listening hope to see you next week like share subscribe spread the word don't spread the word digest it have conversations about it live with this or don't live with it it's all fine i appreciate the fact though that you listened to this podcast thank you